G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 445 of the Trainsmooth Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. On the homepage there, it says submit your questions. Click on that bad boy, start typing away with any questions and as many questions as you possibly have running around in your head. And the moment you click submit, you'll get instant gratification knowing that you've helped support the show. And that's the only way we, uh, that's the sort of, you know, help we need. We need your questions. Other oh, podcasts there are saying, oh, we tell a friend, but support our sponsors, click on this affiliate link. We've got none of that. All we do is ask for your questions. You just help keep the uh, keep the machine rolling. Today's question comes from uh, Biel, who had yesterday's question. Um, I used to coach, super cool athlete. He's written yesterday's question was about time trialing, and today's questions just right up my um, alley. I love these questions. Uh, how much training do you think a triathlete needs to qualify for the 70.3 Worlds? Let's assume perfect conditions. How much running, cycling, and swimming swimming do you need? I really, I really like this crap. They're these sort of questions. They're, they're, the the 70.3 athletes um, that have qualified for Kona that I've coached versus the Kona athletes that I've coached. The training's very similar. The only difference is there's a couple of differences. There's a, the the main differences are they're long, but you know they're not going out for six plus hour bike rides, and they're not doing thirty two plus k runs on the weekends. The take away that and some intensity here here and there. Um, their training's very similar. You, you're looking at roughly around the twenty hours of training per week for as many weeks as humanly possible um well you know six seven months leading into that race you're looking at around the 20 hour or 20 hours a week thereabouts um that's there are some you know ups and downs with that for instance you got to look at the first thing you should be doing is looking at your age group on the race you're trying to qualify it so and you look at let's say there's going to be three 70.3 slots world championship slots in your age group and you look at look at the the third one and see what time they qualified at and you start comparing where you are to where they they are in you 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 soon realise how much more development or are you in that ballpark? Have you got to go, or how far away you have to to go? Is your swimming close? Is your biking there? Is your running you know somewhere around there? Once you work out what you need to work on, then you can start pen- penciling in a roadmap. So, for instance, if you're eight minutes off off the swim. I'm saying you to me saying you need six months to train for it might be an understatement. It could, it could be perfect you, to fix it. It could be just enough time to fix up that swim, just enough focus on the bike so you can run strong. So it, you've got to work out what's your weaknesses, what are your strength, and we should all be trying to pick races that hide our weaknesses as best as possible, but allow you to exploit your strengths as much as possible so if you're a, a weaker swimmer trying to find a sheltered a race that has more of a sheltered swim especially if you're you know 
dodgy swimmer but a very good cyclist, you might try and find something that has, um, you know, a sheltered swim, but allow, but a, but either that has a, either a hilly bike course or a very windy bike course or, or whatever it is you can exploit, even though it may not be as enjoyable as a tailwind all way around. You, you want to exploit everyone in your age group. Now, looking at everyone in your age group, you're only really racing 10% of the field. The rest are just there to either score PBs, compete, or just finish. So you're really only racing 10% of the field, give or take a bit. And so you, you've got to look at... Um, you've got to look at those levels. So you, you start working your way back. Now, if you have... Um, you start pumping up um, 20-hour training weeks. Now, it's easy for me to say 20-hour training weeks. But you've got to lead into that as well. So it might be... Um, you, you can't really just go from 8-hour training weeks straight into 20-hour training weeks and hope hoping for the best. <laughs> it's, it's it's not... But if you were to split everything up, for, for, for instance, saying you're doing 10 plus... 10, 11, 12 plus hours of cycling, um, three, four hours of swimming, four hours, uh, four, five hours of um, running and, and a little bit of strength and an hour or so of strength work into it. So if you were going to split it up like that, um, but it's, it's, it depends on your time limit too. But uh, it's, it, I'm umming and ahhing here because there's a, a fair bit here I don't... I'm guessing. Because um, I'm trying to make it, a, you know, generic here. Uh, but if you... Um, if you're in that ballpark, giving yourself um, a solid six, seven months of very structured, um, very purposeful training that's going to target straight into that... Um, into that race if, if roughly around the 20 20 hours a week will 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 sh- should see you around there now if you you know most i just tried ju- i've jumped on final search too just then to, to see if i still had access to your um tr- training into your training log but i'd no longer have access to it um or i could give you a little bit better answer there but if you um if you want to race to data I would recommend jumping on to something like today's plan where you can look at um you you can structure it all nicer nice and neatly you can be looking at your decoupling you can look at your um tra- training stress scores you can your chronic training load your acute training load everything's all all there and you can just slowly make your way through through it all and plan it out nicely and we can we can sit back and have educated guesses but you know from experience when how much time you need for base training but if you you can get an exact time when you can start switching from base foundation training straight into you know specific specific uh, easy for me to say. Is specific training. Um, it will give you the you know when you start looking at your decoupling numbers and and intensity numbers. Well, when now's a good time to start switching. And so it, it's a lot more to learn. If you don't know it, it's a, hell, a lot more to learn, but a hell of a lot of fun to to play with these numbers. I, I always enjoy it. But you know, I, I've only got a, a, a couple of athletes. That, 
get coached via the data side of it and pretty well rest of it go go through final search because it's much cheaper for the athlete i don't charge anything extra for for the athlete to to coach them on today's plan but today's plan charges the athlete um i think 18 dollars a month they charge um so most of them most of the athletes just get coached through me through final search so it's a little bit different but the um and they go they got a little bit of catching up to today's plan but they they're doing pretty good i enjoy today, i enjoy final surge but anyway i've i've gone uh, off topic here but very i would reverse engineer what your what your goal is Straight, start off on race day and then work your way back and what do you have to do to to get that last slot and if you can get the first slot it, it's always hard when you're talking with you we all look at that person who came first and half the time the people that came first in our age group probably could become pros and so you look at number you know let's say there's three slots in your age group you look at number third and you start targeting number third and and hope for hope for number second i hope that helps if you if you have any questions along the way definitely shoot me through a message i always enjoy all this stuff until next episode hooroo